Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the first Relationship Wednesday of this year. I guess it's January 2nd, 2019. It's so cool. I just... I just love the change. I even love like the day after everything when people get back to what they're doing and they're like kind of holidayed out because it just went on for so long where, you know, weekends kind of melted and all day yesterday I thought it was Sunday because I expected today to be Monday because again, we were all up. So it's crazy starting to get back to normal. And I wanted to talk about something that happens in a relationship when you're not really in a healthy place and you don't know it because it's very subtle, it's very slow, it's a while, and by the time you figure out what's going on, you've been there at least a year. You get little signs along the way of an experience extreme heavy amount of interest in the beginning where the other person may want to know everything about you. They want to know how you dealt with breakups, how you deal with your family, who you like and who you don't like. And what they're doing is not getting to know you. They're learning you so they know how to make you what they need. It's a completely different paradigm of how we think that relationships start. These relationships usually start hard, fast, like, wow, we met and, you know, we couldn't get away from each other. We had to keep talking, talking, talking. Not that you were doing anything. It's not like, you know, you went here and you did this. You're talking. And you're telling each other everything. And then you find out after you leave the first date that that person did poignant questions so that they would know how far they can take you. And if you were good bait, they usually choose the people they're looking for. And it is the typical narcissistic type of personality. And that's why you don't know what you're getting into right away. That's why I say over and over again, give yourself time. If the relationship that built up over time or you met and you were friends and then you decided to go out on a date, those are different kinds of relationships. Those have a foundation. These, the, the ones with the narcissism behind them look like love at first sight. It's the biggest love you've ever had. Nobody's ever compared. And everything's big, big, big in the moment because they've thrown away their past, not respected it or learned from it. This is the time where you ask questions. Well, you know, how long did your last relationship last? Why did you break up? 
How did the breakup go? How about the relationship before that? How long did that last? And if you start hearing that every relationship lasted about a year or two years, or and, and it's uncanny how are in the beginning, which is why you get so shocked later when they're not telling the truth. Because in the beginning, the first seven dates with that personality, the markers of narcissism aren't there. But through further studies, we are now able to say, hey, there's certain things that happen in those first seven dates. And if you are aware or you recognize that you are dealing with somebody who needs you to be an extension of them to make them look good and you will not matter in that relationship to know because they're very hard to get out of, sometimes dangerous to get out of. Because now the control within a year starts getting in. The routine comes into play. And if you break that routine, that is a problem. That looks like an aggressive move. I've even read articles where they say if you are living with someone who has those traits and they get upset at just, you know, you doing anything for yourself or, you know, you feel like you have to explain it or defend it, but everything they do is fine. They can do whatever they want, but it's you who ends up in a restriction of some sort say you need to leave while they're at work like they cannot ever see you again and it's hard to do because of the emotional strings that they wrap around you and the web that you end up being in most of the time it is an emotional web and it's hard for you to detach because they built into the whole relationship your loyalty to them So how do you know? So when you ask questions in the beginning, or let's even say a month in or two months in, because those are easy. That's an easy time to leave if you start seeing red flags, because red flags are going to show up. It's not if, it's when early on, because, you know, it's not going to look big with one situation and another situation, but when you put them all together, It's just not okay. It's not going to get any better. And I'll give you an example. Someone's been going out. They met. He tells her, wow, you're like my best friend. First night, eight hours. They're walking around talking, talking, talking. They, They think that that's special. Like, wow, we were able to talk for eight hours. Wow. Well, that person's in their fact-finding mission. They're making sure that they are securing their life. You're not looking at it that way. You may think, okay, two, three hours is great, and maybe we'll go out on another date, and then we'll get to know each other more. And then if we still, you know, think there's something there or we feel something great, then we can go out again, and it builds over time. You don't have to do it all in one day sign the lease, and then there you are with no, what did that call that, buyer's remorse. What happens is, so they go out, they, they meet each other, they just walk, walk and talk, walk and talk. He doesn't offer dinner, but he says, hey, you know what, Do you, would you like to just go get an ice cream? You go get an ice cream, you part ways. Next day, you get a call, and they're like, hey, 
how would you like to see your whatever? I think it was, um, uh, what was it? They both had a favorite baseball team. And they had, it, it's not in the same state. So she gets a call very next day. You know, how would you like to go see a game, at this baseball game? Oh, great. Okay. Well, we'll go see it when they're playing in that state, in that state, in that city. And then, you know, wow, this guy must really be cool. You know, invites you on a trip. And then, you know, this way he's already securing the fact that he's going to be with you. I mean, if you're going to go and you agree to go to another state, you're going to stay in a hotel room together. You're going to fly together. You're going to do, and right in the beginning, it's like fast forwarding what people normally earn. Think about that. What people normally earn. It was like, okay, I made a decision. You're great bait. You're a nice person. You're going to listen to me. You're going to do what I need from you. But the truth is, once I secure you, I'm going to need my fuel somewhere else. Whether it's traveling, women, whatever it is I do with my time. I'll give you time just to keep you on hold over here. But I've still got a life to live. So then they do that. And then after they come back from that trip, they're sitting, having lunch, and she's like, wow, I've met the man of my dreams. Where did this guy come from? Blah, blah, blah. And then he says to her, without knowing her financial status, without knowing anything, he says to her, well, you know, I love to travel. And when I go on other trips, I would like it if you can pay your your share, your ticket. You don't have to pay for anything else because everything else I'd already do. I'd already have a hotel room. You really don't eat much. And now he's zeroing in on the control. And by now she feels so committed, but that makes her feel off. Like, wow, I'm not valued. And she says that. And he says, well, why not? Because then we could go on more trips, and but she couldn't afford to do that, and she sank. But she stayed, and they had a little talk about it, and she's like, you know, that's just not okay. And she thought she's speaking up, but every time she spoke up, it was his way at the end of that conversation. Fast forward. Now, she should have left at that point because she should have known hey, wait a minute, this guy doesn't care about me. He cares about himself. They're his trips. They're not even my choice. I don't even know what kind of trips he's talking about. And now he wants me to pay my share. I can't afford to travel four or five times a year. She should have known. But she didn't because she had no experience, had no awareness. But he had that plate spinning. Then comes another situation. Fast forward. She has a surgery. She has to have this surgery. And she goes to the hospital. Prior to the surgery, he said, I travel for work. But when I'm home, I want to make sure that I'm going to be here when you have your surgery. Can you make sure that you schedule your surgery when I will be home? 
She schedules a surgery. Sure enough, something comes up at work, which he can control, that he has to go out and work, go to another state to do whatever it was he does. So then he says, oh, I'm really sorry. I won't be able to be at the surgery. She kind of thinks and says, gosh, I knew he really, he said he really wanted to come. So he kind of got off with that. But look what happened. His trip got canceled because the venue he was going to be at canceled it. He was present in the same city when she got the day where she had her surgery. He did not come to the hospital, claimed that he was texting one of her kids to ask about her the whole time. Didn't come. That day, I guess it was like an outpatient thing. So she goes home, I guess that night or something like that. And the next day he calls her and he says, I would like to take you out to lunch today. Can you come? And she can't even walk. And she says, but I just had surgery last night. I'm not in any condition to come. Oh, okay, well, your choice. Maybe your son or your daughter can drive you or your neighbor can drive you. She says, are you kidding? And he says, well, maybe I'll try again tomorrow. No flowers, no card, no visit. And he put it on her surgery to go see him at his workplace in his area for lunch. Second, huge red flag. Not even six months into the relationship. And he managed to make her feel bad, couldn't go see him on top of her surgery that she had. She had to worry about his state of mind when she was the one who had the surgery, couldn't walk, was still heavily medicated for pain. And it didn't occur to her that he could care less about her to where he even put it on her that she couldn't go see him for lunch. As it turned out, the next time she saw him, he never came, not the weekend, not a night, nothing. It turns out the next time she saw him, Him for lunch was a whole week later when she went back for her, um, what do you go after surgery? You go for like a, they go check you out a week later, a checkup. She goes a week later for her checkup and says, hey, I'll be close by. Um, We can have lunch today. So now what just happened? He was spinning plates around her. Oh, I was texting your kids. Oh, why don't you come and see me for lunch? Oh, why don't you pay for a trip? Now we've got all these 
scenarios going around in her head, and she's like, something's wrong. What kind of person, what do I have to do to be cared about? Why, why is he like, he wasn't like that in the beginning. My God, he promised me the sun and the moon in the beginning. We're going to do this. We're going to see the world together. We're, and before you know it, I'm paying, you know, for my own trip. And I'm, I have surgery and nobody comes to see me and blames me for not coming to see them after that. And here she was trying to figure out what just happened to her life and how did she get put in this situation where she is now babysitting a relationship that she is in. Thinks, well, I'll talk to him about it. Well, I'll do this. So she goes. She says, you know, hey, let me talk to him about it. And she goes to talk to him about it. And all he did was started talking about how busy he is, how much work he has to do. And he leaves work at four every day. He's off every Wednesday, off every weekend. Has a lot more time than you would think except when someone else needs that time. So someone talks to her and says to her, and it wasn't me because she didn't, she didn't get to me yet, but someone talks to her and says, you can stay there and you can have a whole nother year of more stories to add on to these two that you have, but it's never going to get better. Because what happens when you deal with a plate spinner is that every time you go to talk about something that happened, they create more issues, not less. And they try to confuse you. And when you destabilize, they feel more stable because they feel like they are still in control. Their control is based on insecurity that you can never fill. You can never, ever take care of that for them, but you try. So you find out that you just keep throwing your love, your time, your energy into this empty well. It's never going anywhere, but you think it is because now at least they're not spinning plates around you. And for every plate they start spinning, you try to handle this and handle that until you don't have enough tentacles to hold the whole thing up. And then you either wear out, shut up, just do what they want. You're just a doormat or you leave her. I don't think they were together a year when she left a first time. And she did. She, she broke up with him and that was breaking loyalty. And he said, I never go back and blah, 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 blah. But it turned out he really did like her because she made him look good to her, to his family, to his kids and, and all of that. And so somehow they tried to give it another try, but now because she wasn't loyal to him, he started, you know, doing things behind her back. And she started finding clues of that. But she stayed. She knew she wasn't going to stay forever. But there was something in her 
that wanted to conquer that personality, wanted to leave on top, didn't want to feel like that, that person took her down. And this fighter came out in her. Not on the outward. All of this is just exchanging energy. And she gave him a full account of what he did. Every single thing and said, you know what? I just want you to know before I leave, this is why I'm leaving. And she wrote it all out for him. Every single incident that he did and how that broke them apart as opposed to kept them together. And she thought she was helping him. At the end of her effort of doing all of that, she got one line back. Well, that's your point of view. Careless told her that I'm still worth being with and I still believe in love, which is exactly what he said to her in the beginning after the last person. And they agreed to stay friends because he was a nonviolent narcissist. They're usually covert. There's some. And they were no longer friends or no longer partners. How do these things happen? Because if you walked in and you met somebody and they said to you, first time you meet them, hey, I'll be your boyfriend or girlfriend but I want to take you out of the world you're in, plug you into my world and use you up and tire you and confuse you, you would never go for it. So look at the signs in the beginning. Ask everywhere. Now, more than ever, they are apparent. And the reason they are apparent is because of something Christ said in Origins of Truth about how there will no longer be a gray area. It'll either be black or white. There will be two languages in our world. One will be based through love and one will be based through the lack of love. And now we are starting to see that stark difference from the get-go. Oh, that's how they described that. I would have never described an experience. Cannot get them. You were speaking two different languages. So if a feeling person is talking to a non-feeling person, the non-feeling person is going to say, well, why is that a big deal? Of course someone would do that. They have to watch out for themselves. And that may have entitled hurting someone to get what you want, but you don't care or getting in someone's way to get what you want, or getting the better deal even when it's your own child. Things are signs, and they don't even know it. When Christ said, the meek are the blind, that's who we're looking at. They are blind. They tell you everything. All you have to do is know what to hear. You don't have to be on the lookout for it. It'll, it'll just ring in your ear and you'll go, oh, wow, that didn't feel right. Because we have evolved so much that this year of progression is just 
because we are aware. We have progressed from falling into those traps to learning that, oh, wow, he's one of those kind of people or she's one of those kind of people and I don't want to be there because I'm going to end up leaving so I'm not going to invest my time, my life, my energy, my family with this person. It's really interesting how far we have come and not only how far we have come but how the language of love has become a language that we can hear, not just feel. Just by how someone talks to us. And in relationships, those are the relationships. These plate, I, I have to call them plate spinner relationships. Forget the word narcissism. That's almost becoming overused. Well, he's just a narcissist. She's a narcissist. Everyone's a narcissist. Come into your life. And in the beginning, you didn't know them long enough to have anything spinning around you. But before you know it, you are in a place of confusion, in a place of questioning yourself, and you're trying to prove to them you didn't do what they accused you of doing. But what you didn't know is they're accusing you of doing stuff they are doing. A lot of times they're having a relationship outside of the relationship you're having with them, and then they blame you for possibly cheating on them. Because that's what they're doing. They tell on themselves all the time. But you can't see it because you're the one being accused of stuff that you know you're not doing and you try to prove you're not doing it. And the minute you try to prove you're not doing it, the thing that happens is they're like, wow, I really got them. Look at them. They're trying to, you know, tell me what, and and then they feel in control because they've just destabilized you. They just destabilize you. And now what happens is the more destabilized you get, the more stabilized that opposite voice, like Christ said, the opposite mind. It's the opposite of love. It comes from fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt, and insecurity, and all the stuff that we try not to be ourselves becomes part of our life, ourselves, and trying to figure it out. You'll never figure it out because they do not speak in truth. They are speaking in pain and insecurity. And that's something that you cannot fix they ever get a glimpse of what they're doing and over time they start to realize that they're doing it, they may have a chance to get to that source of pain. For the most part, whatever they're experiencing and throwing at you happened to them in the first 18 months of life. They were not else loved their needs were not met. I think it's like 18 months to four years is when we solidify, but very early on in their lives. So they have no idea that their behavior has that effect on people. And somebody who, who was full on great guy, love the guy. And when I asked him questions, He said to me, 
God, I had, you know, five great relationships in my life. I always thought it was them when we broke up, but maybe it, maybe it is me. Because nobody's staying with me and people are staying with the people around me. That little piece of awareness for him helped him help himself. And he's trying, and he really is trying to feel confused. Understand it will not get better, especially if you're not someone who's normally confused. So that's a big one for Relationship Wednesday. But tomorrow's Dream Theme Thursday. I will see you then. Have a great second day of the year. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.